Welcome to Point of Pivot. This is a podcast for ladies who are on a journey to reclaim their health, fitness, and confidence. I'm your host, Emily Eboa, a wife, mother, and nutrition coach who understands what it's like to be frustrated and spin her wheels looking for results with weight loss. Together, we'll dive into the world of macro counting, resistance training, and explore how to create sustainable behavior change. I'll be sharing tips and strategies to help empower you to shift your mindset, habits, and behaviors to finally be able to break free from feeling stuck and disappointed and to discover how to sustain results for life. Thank you for being here. Good morning, guys. Welcome back to Point of Pivot. Today, I just had a few thoughts I thought I would share with you. I have been studying a lot lately about personal finance, and I see so clearly, as I'm sure many of you do too, how money and our goals with weight loss are similar. And I just thought I would just share a couple of those correlations that I was kind of thinking about this morning. So as you, if you have got, ever gotten yourself into credit card debt or any kind of debt, like auto loans or anything, you know that it creates stress. And when you actually are living above your means, you're not able to really fully relax. Your brain knows that things are not safe. And I think that this is the same when we have a weight loss goal and when we've been carrying around extra weight. Because truly, it's kind of like how we can overspend with our money. We can also overspend with the amount of food that we put in our mouth every day. And what we may not realize is that a lot of times this is done without even noticing it. Like we, if we are... If in our minds, oftentimes we are in a calorie deficit when we actually aren't in a calorie deficit in reality. So how do you win with this? So the debt snowball method, if you're familiar with it, is you take the smallest balance and you you apply, well, you apply minimum payments on all of your debts and then you attack the smallest balance debt with a vengeance until it's gone and then you take that same amount of payment that you were paying on the the paid off um, balance and you end up applying that to the next largest balance. And so it basically gains momentum. And as I was kind of thinking about this this morning, how this relates to our weight loss, because if we just say we want to lose weight, but we don't actually have if we don't actually have systems in place that allow us to be able to be first become aware of what we're doing and then create habits that are that's going to help us to get there oftentimes we'll find ourselves back in the same spot we were in similar to how if we don't correct the behaviors with it, how we got into debt in the first place oftentimes we'll end up back in debt a lot of times people that people that do like a debt consolidation loan, a lot of times they will end up in a worse position because they've put all of their debts into one payment. And a lot of times they will have add even more to that because they've never fully dealt with the behaviors that cause them to get into debt in the first place. And so it's similar to how we can gain weight where we haven't built systems or habits that help us to be able to to sustain our weight loss if we end up losing weight 
And we don't really know the way to get there. So I just was kind of thinking about how this can help, how correlating the two finances and weight loss can kind of help us to have success in both areas. I think what happens sometimes when we get overwhelmed when we're trying to reach a weight loss goal is that we don't know where to start. And even if we know where we think or we think we know where we need to start, we get all jumbled up because we don't know what order we should do things in. We don't know, okay, should I should I just start dropping all the carbs? Should I add in cardio? Like what will actually work? And what happens when we do that is that we don't have a single focus. And because we don't have a single focus, then we get stressed out and frustrated. And we're just throwing spaghetti at the wall, trying to see what sticks. And that really is not a good way to approach really any goal. Because if you do that, that definitely will increase stress. And not only that, but when you do things that way, then you don't really have a clear path And you don't know what's actually working and what isn't because you're trying all these things at once. So it's really important to be strategic and to really work on one habit, one step at a time, get good at that before adding something else. And I'm a firm believer in this. When I was homeschooling, we followed a classical mo- uh, classical model of education, and that was really one of the things that we would apply is you take what's easy, you take one thing that you're going to work on, and then you add something else to that once you get good at it. And I think this really can apply in any area of life. This can apply with that debt snowball that I was just referencing. This can apply with building habits that sustain weight loss. So I think that that's the first thing is we have to get clear on what we exactly it is that we're doing so that we can be strategic and purposeful and move that needle toward the way that we want it to go. So there are a few things I wrote down that I think are a kind of a maybe a framework to get started if weight loss is your goal. And some of these correlate to getting out of debt and getting your finances in order. And really, I think that it's this way with most things in life. When you start to gain gain traction in one area, it spills over into other areas of your life as well. And you start to create systems to win in lots of areas because what happens in when you start to feel like you're successful in one area is that that mindset really does play out in other areas of your life and you may start to notice improvements because what's happening is you are changing and when you change your behavior changes that's when our circumstances change so i think that that is a really key piece is we don't often realize like how much of the mental struggle or the mental changes affect everything else So I just have five different things that I wrote down that maybe can help you as you work on your weight loss journey that are similar to getting out of debt. And the first one is to write it down. And so when you have any kind of a goal or anything that you're trying to achieve, you have to be clear on what it is that you're actually doing. Because if you're trying to implement all of these things at once, then you're not being strategic. You're not really focusing on one thing. And so you're not going to do one thing really well. You're going to do a lot of things not so well. So I think that that's really clear. Really a key piece is to get clear on what it is that you're trying to do. 
So write down your goals, write down what, you know, say you want to lose 20 pounds this year or, you know, whatever it is, write that down. And then what are all of the things and maybe just brainstorm or work with a coach or get an accountability partner, but work with somebody that's going to help you kind of flesh out what this actually is going to look like. And so then you want to kind of say, okay, if I want to lose 20 pounds this year, then what are the things that someone who has lost 20 pounds would do? And start to brainstorm and start to, you know, take note and kind of maybe look at what is actually realistic that you can implement in your life that would be a big rock, that would be something that would move the needle a lot more quickly for you. And so once you've kind of, you know, fleshed out what it is that you need to do, then you want to actually look at what is. And I, what I have noticed as I have worked with several ladies now and helped them to um, get on the road to weight loss is that you have to, instead of putting your, your head in the sand, like an ostrich, you really do have to be aware that even if you don't track something in a food tracking app and you eat it, your body knows you ate it, whether or not you actually tracked it. So you need to be realistic about what's happening so that you know what you need to work on. So I really encourage anybody to that's starting on a journey to even if it's uncomfortable, take a photo, take photos of yourself, you know, put a sports bra and and shorts on and take a photo of yourself from the front, the back and the side. And even if you don't show that to a coach or anybody, I think that it's really important to know where you're starting. So you want to take photos, you want to take body measurements, and you want to take scale weight. And this is your starting point. And so then you just want to continue to collect data as you work throughout the process because that data is going to tell you if what you're doing is working or not. So you want to definitely have all of your data written down, just like a scientist writes down things for an experiment. This is kind of what you're doing is you're seeing what's working and you're making adjustments as you go based on the feedback that you get from your body. So you want to definitely write all of that down. And then additionally, when you start on a weight loss journey, you're going to need tools. You're going to need food. You're going to need to prepare ahead of time. You're going to need to make sure you have adequate protein and things that are actually going to nourish your body. Because truly, a lot of people think that they just need to exercise more, but you cannot out-exercise a bad diet. Nutrition drives weight loss. And I will say it again, nutrition drives weight loss. If you are not in a calorie deficit, you won't lose weight. It's just the way it is. So you have to know what's happening and you have to be prepared. Okay, then the second thing that I really want to drive home is that it's a process. I have seen this time and time again where the mental roadblocks become almost stifling for a lot of women. And you have to remember that you didn't gain weight overnight. Similar to if you're in debt, you didn't accrue that debt overnight. And so it's not going to come off overnight. And if you're in debt, it's not going to be done overnight either. It's a process. So there will be things that come up that are mental hurdles. But don't let those derail you. Because the only way to ensure that you 
won't achieve whatever it is you want to achieve is if you quit. And so just remember that there will be those times where things come up and you feel frustrated and you feel like it's not working. And I have seen this so many times where women will be dialing in all of their things, their nutrition, their workouts, you know, they're drinking their water, getting sleep, and the scale isn't budging and they get frustrated. And then all of a sudden there's a huge drop in the scale. This happens a lot. So just remember that it's not going to be a linear path, that there will be ebbs and flows, peaks and valleys. And this is a part of the natural process. But again, it's who you're becoming in that process. You're you're basically shifting your identity from someone who maybe has you know, put on a little more weight and not been as healthy as they would like to be to someone who does care about their weight and is getting their health and fitness dialed in. And that is going to pay dividends into the future and it will always be a benefit for you. So number two, remember that it's a process. And the third point is to remember not to give up. So again, I just kind of said it already, but just remember that consistency is key in winning in any area. So if you are not consistent, then you don't know if what you're doing is working. So you have to remember that you've got to create that plan and and live it out and stay consistent with it over time. And I think a lot of times the the biggest thing that will come up with feeling frustrated is because in our heads, we have an expectation of how long something should take. And if something doesn't take what we think it should, then we feel like, oh, it's just not working. I'm going to just stop. But that's the only way to ensure if you stop, that's the only way to ensure that you're not going to reach that goal. And if you're trying to get out of debt and you just decide, eh, I'm not going to work on it, then you're going to stay stuck. So I really would encourage you to work on just that consistency and practice following through and not giving up. And the fourth tip that I want to say is part of what happens for a lot of women, especially in our culture that preaches the 1200 calorie diet for weight loss, is that they will stay in this deficit for a long, long time. And what happens then is that their body will then adapt to that those lower inputs. And because it's too low of an input, their body doesn't feel safe and won't let go of body fat. And so this is something that really can cause a lot of problems for people. And so one thing that really helps when trying to lose weight is to periodize your nutrition. And that means to plan the phases that you're going to work on and you switch them for after a set amount of time. And so those nutrition periods are a calorie deficit, maintenance, reverse, and then an optional bulk. And so each of those periods of nutrition have a purpose, but you should not stay in a calorie deficit all year long. If you stay in a deficit for too long, oftentimes you will find that the deficit doesn't, it stops working as well because your body's adapting. So it's really important to periodize that nutrition. The majority of your life should be spent in maintenance. That's where your body's happiest. It's where your hormone levels are upregulated the most, and it's where you will thrive. So 
those periods in a calorie deficit should be no longer than about eight to 16 weeks. So it's good to have an end date to that. Even if you have more weight to lose, you want to reverse back up to maintenance and sit at those maintenance calories for a minimum amount of time or a minimum time, at least the minimum amount of time that you dieted for. And so even longer is better, honestly, because there is where your body's happier. And then you can go back into a deficit after that period of time where your body's really kind of um, been able to thrive. Then you want to, you can go back into a deficit to then lose more additional weight that you want to lose. So that's a really important piece is that your body will need those breaks in order to really see progress. And also, you know, just a little side note, if you are in maintenance, that is a really a good time for you to work on establishing those habits that are going to help you to maintain your results and to sustain that weight loss. And so things like, you know, working on strength training, I talk about this all the time, but strength training is such an important and key piece of the puzzle especially for women, especially for those of us that are 35 plus, because we will lose bone mass. And it's much harder for us to put on muscle mass as we age and muscle is metabolic tissue. So when you are in maintenance, that is the perfect time to really focus on honing in some of those things that are going to be those big rocks for you. All right. And then the last piece, the fifth piece that I that I thought kind of correlated with getting out of debt in and weight loss is to find accountability. And so this can look a lot of different ways. So you could hire a coach, you could find a friend that's willing to hold you accountable, could be a personal trainer at the gym, anybody that you that you trust to kind of be honest with and just be honest about your struggles and really find someone that's going to help you to help walk you through it or to just even call you and say, you know, how are things going for you with this? Because I think that that's the thing. If we feel like we're alone, a lot of times that's where we can be tempted to give up. And so it's really important to have the accountability of a trusted friend or a coach or somebody that will be in your corner and is rooting for you and maybe can help you see, you know, areas that are blind spots for you. Um, I think that is probably one of the biggest benefits of having somebody that you can work with to be able to um, to stay the course. So that accountability is a big piece. And this is one reason that I love my group coaching program so much is because I feel like it's really that iron sharpening iron that, you know, is talked about in the Bible. It's we, when we surround ourselves with people that are on the same journey, it really helps to kind of buoy us up. And if we're feeling discouraged, a lot of times another friend or somebody can help to hold us up and kind of talk us off that ledge or, you know, like really just walk alongside us. And so this is a huge benefit. So if you don't have somebody in your corner that can help you as you start this process, I really would encourage you to to pray about that and to look for somebody that could help hold you accountable because this is really this is really a big part of it is just having someone that's that understands. So anyway, these were just some of the things that I that I kind of had thought about today as I'm thinking about those correlations between 
between what it looks like to get out of debt and what it looks like to be able on a weight loss journey. So as always, if you have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram at Emily underscore Eboa underscore coaching. And just let me know what you thought. I would love to hear any feedback. And if you feel so inclined, I always love it if you would leave me a five-star rating or review on Apple Podcast or Spotify. But um, until next week, I will, I will, I hope you have a good week and I will talk to you then. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of Point of Pivot. If you ever have questions or comments or topics you'd like to see covered on future episodes, don't hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram and DM me at Emily Eboa Coaching. And I just thank you for being here. And if you feel so compelled to leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcast or Spotify, I would really appreciate it. And thank you again. And I will talk to you soon.